Meanings are not determined by situations, but we determine ourselves by the meanings we give to situations. Welcome back to Midnight O2 Season 2, Episode 8. This is your host, Amy. How was your day? Are you ready for tonight's episode? Well, so something just happened today, and I felt a little bit upset, and I decided that I want to do an episode on it. So, this episode will be Amy showing her vulnerable side, and I want it to be real, so here we go. Remember last episode, I wrote about 10 things I want to do before I turn 30, right? So, my partner and I called on the phone, and he told me, I believe there's something on the list that made me wonder, why did you write that? And I was like, what is it? And he said, it's the part where I talked about I want to remove people that are unnecessary from my life. And I was like, what's wrong with that? If you have toxic people, you just remove them. And he was like, why do you have to physically and forcefully remove people from your life? And I was like, do you not do it?、Um, my partner told me there's no need for that. And we went on a long conversation about it. And I'm going to tell you what he said. He told me that he hopes I'm able to let go of those people who once attacked me. And that way, I could prevent myself from having a scar in the first place. So, this was a complex statement. Let me break it down for you. I asked him, Do you not feel angry or upset when you see some toxic people in your life on your newsfeed, no matter if it's Instagram or Facebook? And my partner said, No, why does that matter? And I was very surprised. I was like, Do you not feel angry? And he said, Well, my first response is of course, someone attacks me or someone betrays me, I would feel upset and angry. But I'm not hung up by it. There's no need to get upset over a long period of time. And there's no need to hold on to that for a longer time. He also added on the things and feelings will only hurt you if you make them something that will hurt you. And I just. Took some time and let that sink in with me. Because for me, I always thought that if people or things or incidents that scarred me in my life, I have to take some time to figure them out and remove them from my life so I can no longer see them or have to be reminded me, reminded myself of them. But my partner said that's not necessary. And I asked him why. He went on saying that he hopes one day, whenever I feel sad or see those people or see those feed, I can no longer feel anything. And by anything, he doesn't mean numb. He meant I should let those things go naturally instead of having to put another energy, another level of brain. Mental space on deleting those people from my life. For those readers who read my writings a lot, you know I write about scars, pain, stories, and things that weren't resolved. 
And I also talked more about what scar means to us, to my partner. And he said, just because for me, I have a scar already, I try to hide them. And he said, if I've never developed a scar in the first place, I didn't have to hide it. And it sounds like another obvious statement, but then it made me think a lot. If I didn't have the scar in the first place, I wouldn't have to have the energy to cover it up. And lately, I've been thinking a lot about the mental space. I used to think that we have endless mental space and our brain could go on and on and our mind could, could just think all the time, 24-7, nonstop. And then I realized that's not true. It's impossible to have endless mental space. The, our mental space is limited and we can only think this much on a daily basis. We only have this amount of space for the things we care about, for the people we love, and for everything we want to do in life. It's impossible to have the mental space for everything and everyone. And once I realized that, I believe my partner is true about I spend too much time trying to forcefully deleting people or removing people or trying to, you know, making sense out of something or someone. And my partner went on saying, you might be upset at first, but over time, you shouldn't develop any permanent scars. And having that kind of freedom would be beneficial and gives you more mental space and helps you move on more quickly and make the right mental space for the right things in life. And I think this was also true. And it somehow reminded me of another psychologist that I like. And you might know him, know his name if you read psychology. So I think my partner's theory reminded me of Alfred Adler. So Alfred Adler wrote a quote. He said, all problems are interpersonal relationship problems, and which I agreed a lot. A lot of times, actually most of the times, the problems we have are all related with social problems and within our friend circle, like what your friends think of you and what the society views you. A lot of things all end up tracing back to interpersonal relationship problems. So this quote stuck with me. And there's another quote that I wanted to share with you. Alfred Adler also wrote, Meanings are not determined by situations, but we determine ourselves by the meanings we give to situations. And I think it's also true. It depends on what kind of situations you're talking about. From relationship, that's romantic, or friendship situations, or work situations or a trauma. It's us giving the meanings that count. And we determine ourselves by the meanings we give to the situations. And for those who don't know Alfred Adler, he was an Austrian medical doctor and also a psychotherapist and a founder of the School of Individual Psychology. There are many books on him and his theories in psychology. So if you're interested, you can look him up and I believe you would relate if you loved these quotes and ideas from him. So I also talked to my partner about sometimes within my family or 
close relationships, I often want people to leave me alone if they love me. And my partner was like, "Why would you want that?" And I told him, "Sometimes I want a lot of space by myself, and I believe if I keep a certain distance, certain amount of time and space and distance in between, then I wouldn't be hurt." And he said, "The statement itself already is a problem." And I was like, "Why?" And he said. You're in control of what others could do to you. You're in control of the mental damage someone brings you. And I was like, it sounds too ideal. And he said, Yeah, I don't mean that you should have it right now, but I hope one day you could achieve that. So I found it magical, almost really magical for him to say that, because he does point out my weakness. Of letting people get in my way, letting people's minds and words that are hurtful, that are not true, and I know by heart those are not true, get into my brain and affect my feelings and affect my moods of the day. And he told me that if he was in my position, he would just let them talk, let them do whatever they want, but then he will still continue doing what he wants in life. He won't get bothered by them. Even if it's, you know, annoying to hear those things, but those are their decisions, and he will only do what he wants to do in life and do what he thinks is right for him. So I thought that is very responsible, and I told him, you know, I will think a lot about this, and I want to do an episode on this, organizing the things that he told me, and. A couple months ago, I told him I wanted to cut off a friend from my life because the friends betrayed me. The friend has done a lot of mental damage to me and said a lot of hurtful things to me, and I wanted to cut the friend off. And it was painful for me to do it because I've known the person for too long. We've had too much great memories together. It's hard for me to let go, and. You know, months later till today, my partner said, "Why don't you just leave it like it is right now and not continue the friendship? And instead, you don't have to cut her off from life. You could be carefree and in different aspects, and you don't have to be scarred." And he told me, "I'm always the one who scarred myself," and that just made me a little bit. Shocked because I think it's also true. I'm also the type of people who believe that we always have the rights, we always have the decisions. We could let people walk into our hearts. We also let people come into our mindful space and either make us feel good or make us feel bad. And I think it is true. Sometimes I have my own boundaries and. I accidentally scar myself by making things a little bit too complicated, according to him, and I think it is true. But I believe I will need a lot of time and practice until that one day, maybe I don't need to cut anybody off from my life who done a lot of damage, who done a lot of mean things to me. I could just be okay with them and let go. And understand that they can do their thing, and it's sad that things don't turn out well. But then, 
I'm going to be okay with it and let go of it. I think that's what my partner wants. And here's the next topic that my partner and I also talked about. You know, sometimes I wonder why he has such logical aspect when it comes to dealing with relationships. Maybe because he studies physics. I'm not sure if that's <laughs> if that's related. So if you're listening to this, mm, tell me about it. Is it though? So lately, I formed a lot of meaningful relationships in my life. Totally different from what we talked about about cutting people off. I also met a lot of good people, and I was surprised on how much I could make an impact on someone's life. You know, I was surprised about either my writings or podcast, poetry, the things I've said. Those stuck with some people, and some people would message me and tell me how things that I've written changed their lives, and they would tell me their own stories, tell me their problems, their challenges, and those just touched my heart. You know, I I didn't think I was this important. I didn't think that. Someone would cherish the things I do. I really didn't expected people to love me. You know, like this is very surprise surprising for me to find out that people appreciate me and people love me of the things I do. And I told my partner about it, and I told him I didn't think I was that important, and I didn't think I could do this much, and this feeling. The reflection is so precious, and he told me like, you know, that's what it means to form a relationship, and that made me think a lot again. Honestly, though, like, what does what does a relationship mean? I'm not talking about just romantic relationship. I'm talking back to the basis of a human and another human's relationship. What does it mean? And You know, I've been reflecting and thinking what it means to love and not love, and this conversation made me realize sometimes we give too many complicated definitions on relationships. As the century evolves, we have different technologies, we have different ways of making friends. It's no longer friends, friend, or it's it's not blind dates, and it's not family friends. We could meet people online. And you become soulmates, or we can meet people from work. You know, people tell each other, especially older teachers, older generation parents or relatives, they tell children that you only meet your best friends in middle schools and high school, so you have to cherish each other, as if that you will no longer meet anybody who's important in life later on. I guess it's rare, but. It's still possible, and I feel like people sometimes, when we grow older, we forget, or maybe choose to forget, what it means to have a relationship, to form a relationship, and what a relationship really takes. I'm not saying that I know a lot about relationship because obviously I don't, and I'm being very honest and vulnerable about this. I believe a relationship. Requires time and dedication, and honesty. This includes friendship, and love. And there's also another thing my partner and I talked about that honestly gave me goosebumps. 
He told me that he never expected people to give back to him, and I was like, "That's so, like, are you serious? Is that even true? How's that even possible? No way." I honestly didn't believe what he said, but then I realized, through you know being next to him, and seeing his friend circle and how he deals with different situations and friendships, he actually means it. So an example would be, he lost a good friend of his. He didn't cut the person off. It just happens to. They just happen to drift away from each other, and the person did something mean to my partner and said a lot of hurtful things to him. And my partner said, "Yeah, it's sad." And my partner is angry about a friend doing that, betraying him. But then he's not gonna hold on to the grudge. He's not gonna hold on to the bad feeling for longer than three days, because he said it's not worth it. It's not worth his mental space. Not worth his time, and he's also not looking for any revenge or anything. He doesn't even shout or doesn't even say anything bad about the person. He just said, "Oh, it's unfortunate that this happened, but let it be because I'm still gonna be me." And it's sad that he didn't meet the expectations that he wanted, and. That's why my partner said he never had expectations on a lot of relationships because you know it doesn't really matter as long as he wants to give. Like when he gives time or love to a friend, he just gives them. He doesn't need a person to pay the same equal amount of love or trust or time. And I was like, Are you not worried that the person doesn't see you as a friend or the person doesn't even care? And my partner was like, "Why does that matter? Why does the person's opinion have to matter?" And that's the moment when I realized, "Oh, he's really different, isn't he?" Like I feel like I'm having a conversation with a philosopher. <laughs> and then I don't understand how he could be so logical on these kind of things, and he always sees the point. And I said that is true because in girls' friendships, if you're a girl listening to this, I think a lot of girls' friendships have to do with I'm going to be your best friend and you have to be my best friend, and this is an equal, or we have to be on the same page at least. I give you this amount of love and care, and you kind of have to return the love and care back to me, or else we're not friends. I think girls get these, but I don't know how it works for guys. At least in my partner's case, he told me it doesn't matter if the person gives anything back to him, because when he gives to someone, he wants to give. He is the person who wants to give those precious time and things, and he doesn't regret it. I was like, but if the person later turns out betraying you, or it's not what you think the person is, would you regret? And he said, "No. Why would I regret? I already gave because out of my free will that I want to give them." So I thought that was amazing, and that's the difference. And for me, I try to understand how things are and try to understand every friend of mine. If I see someone as a friend, I would really treat them as a friend, and 
I understand the difference in between acquaintances and friends. I think it's important for me to make that clear in my mind. But he told me, why do you have to care so much? He told me I have too much expectations on people. And he told me I want a lot of things to go my way. And when something doesn't, I get upset about it and hurt myself and scar myself. And he doesn't want to see me scar myself because of it. And at this point, I just feel like, yeah, he does understand me very well. And he totally sees through my weakness as well as what I care the most and what I'm afraid to lose the most. I don't know if by 20 minutes into this episode, you found this boring or too philosophical or too, you know, too boring. But I wanted to do an episode because later on, I want to remind myself we've had these conversations and I don't want to ever scar myself again from relationships with people. And it's not like I'm going to not expect anything. I'm just going to go into a relationship hoping that it will work out. And I believe if it doesn't, then it's okay. I think that's the mindset I'm trying to achieve. And yeah, everybody wants something good. But I know everything doesn't work out all the time. And that's when I have writing. <laughs> that's when writing comes into the equation, guys. I hope you always have that someone or people you could rely on when you are disappointed, upset. And I do still find it valuable, precious to form relationships with people. I believe friends are necessary in life and I believe it's important to have connections with other human beings. It's hard to live by yourself the entire life, I believe. Lastly, at the end of the show, I like to give another quote by Alfred Adler for the friends I've made this year. We learn in friendship to look with the eyes of another person, to listen with her eyes and to feel with her heart. I thought that was beautiful for you. And lately, I've been working on different projects including my audiobook recording. The deadline is the end of November, so I've been recording almost every single day on my audiobook. It's important for me to get some rest, I know, but I also want to make a lot of contents and share a lot of information with you. And I'm also thinking of starting a Patreon for my podcast and offering more of my time for you. So feel free to let me know what you like, and different opinions and options. I'm really looking forward to hearing what your thoughts are. So this comes to the end of our episode. This was a shorter episode as it was a little bit personal, but I'm glad I was able to share this with you. And thanks again for tuning into Midnight O2. I'm your host, Amy. For more information, you can find on my Instagram, ahcpoetry. And if possible, please give us a rating at the bottom on iTunes. I really appreciate it. And I will see you next week. Have a good night.